Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MRP Tech Podcast. This is episode 191. My name is Matt, and this is the weekly podcast discussing everyday tech for everyday people. This week is a double header. I am releasing two episodes uh, just because I'm a little behind in, in releasing episodes here. And I wanted to share with you the story last week of the exploration of the cave that I brought up last March. And uh, that story sort of came to conclusion um, this past weekend. And with that, I also wanted to uh, start getting back into some more tech topics because it's been a while and I've, I've sort of been sidetracked with with projects here and there. And I've been talking a, little, a lot off topic lately on the, the podcast and no one seems to mind, but um, I, I wanted to get back to some technology topics. And um, when COVID hit... Uh, one of the things that I did, being at home a whole lot more, is I went back and I watched some old episodes of TNG, um, Star Trek The Next Generation. It's been something that I had been wanting to do for years, basically, and it was one of my favorite shows growing up. Um, and other than catching some reruns, occasionally, maybe on oh, TNT, maybe 15 years ago or so, uh, basically, maybe it was Spike TV. I can't remember exactly what channel it was. But other than than catching some reruns occasionally, I had never gone through the entire series. And what I decided to do on with Netflix, it's available on Netflix. It's available on Amazon Prime. And I just wanted to go through and rewatch the series. And about halfway through, one of the idea that I decided to do was. Uh, continue the entire Star Trek uh, franchise. And sort of going back before I started TNG, I caught up with the the sort of next generation, um, I shouldn't say next generation, uh, the, the reboot series. I, I watched the movie, the three rebooted uh, movie series. And then I went on to uh, get a trial of CBS and watched Star Trek Discovery. And I also watched uh, the the new series Picard. That's sort of what made me want to go back and watch TNG all over again. So I just completed TNG. And about halfway through as I was watching this, I realized, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. And I'll either watch the um, Next Generation movie series or uh, get into something like DS9 or Star Trek Voyager. And Voyager was never a show that I really uh, cared for when it was on TV. And DS9 was also the same for me because I, I really, um, I may have watched one or two seasons, but I hear it gets very good. And so I wanted to go back and give it another shot, uh, you know, I won't have the uh, nostalgia of, of uh, remembering these episodes as I go back and watch them, but uh, I, that was my goal. As I was, I was going to try to find a way to go through and, and watch the rest of the series. So um, the thought didn't even occur to me as I put on DS9 for the very first episode, and the quality was just terrible. And then I realized and I remembered that Star Trek The Next Generation has been digitally remastered. That was a bit of a bummer. And I totally forgot about uh, everything with that happening years ago. And I, I do remember it being redone um, and re-released. 
but at the same time, I was not, I, it just didn't even occur to me that they would not have done this to Voyager and uh, Deep Space Nine. Um, and I looked into why it never happened. It basically had to do with how it was filmed, um, the uh, cutting down the, the tape to make, make it resolution for standard TVs at the time. And um, there, there's quite a few reasons why it was never. And it would be an overwhelming task that uh, is very expensive for the production company. And up until recently, there was no plans to change that until... Um, some fans have gotten uh, some some uh, progress made here in the last year or so. I just came across this the other day that a, a fan is remastering Deep Space Nine and Voyager to the highest quality possible right now. And how he's doing that is actually quite interesting. Um, so this is an article from Extreme Tech. And basically... Um, He's starting the article at the the finished uh, at the finish line, so to speak, and basically he says over the last nine months, um, about nine months ago, there was AI-based video upscaling software that began to hit the market, and he saw how much of an improvement that can be made out of uh, some old MKVs, and he started thinking about um, going over the Deep Space Nine DVD source. And nine months later, he's accomplished quite a bit. Um, he was able to uh, upscale the DVD from uh, that that uh, quality of, of the DVD. He upscaled it to 59.94 frames per second. And he sort of... Um, tried to preserve all the scenes correctly, including um, any motion on the screens. And he went on to uh, be able to scale us up to sort of like 4K quality. And as he's doing that, he actually shows uh, some opening credits of the DS9 uh, intro. And I have to say, uh, with my eyes just kind of on my phone or on a, a, a monitor here that is not 4K, I can tell a difference. Um, it's very minor um, of an improvement. But what I think about this, I think it's really cool that that the fans are taking this on because, um, you know, this is a legacy that goes back decades. And with with these upscaling improvements made the the text is a lot clearer this the the shots themselves are a little clearer and um you know production companies they are on a budget and they don't have um endless funds this sort of thing would take um lots of money to redo and rebuild the scenes that need to be pre-recorded um and 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 updated and in the grand scheme of things you know they're not going to sell um dvd copies or blu-ray copies to the numbers that uh they would need to pay for it and it should be restored for the sake of live streaming in the future and i hope that this would get attention from the production companies, and I hope that it doesn't get shut down because it is a cool project. It started with DS9, I believe it is um, going on to Voyager as well. 
And you can kind of see they give a side-by-side description of the standard definition and the enhanced full HD edition. Now, this isn't the normal way things would be done, but with this, um, you know, that video editing software with upscaling uh, through use of AI, it's, it's very, very cool to see the fans taking on this project. And it sounds like the project is growing over time and I hope that, um, number one, maybe this could be used for live streaming in the future or the production company decides, you know what, we're going to take this and and we're going to run with it and do the entire series. Sounds like certain episodes from certain seasons have been done sort of as a a way to try to uh, make some, some headway showing that it can be done on just about any um on any episode. So in the meantime, you know, going back and watching these old episodes, I don't really mind the lesser quality standard definition or or even less, whatever it is now, um, the very, very low resolution of the time. Um, I don't mind watching. I'm getting used to it. Um, and about, I'm, I'm only, I only watched the, uh, the pilot episode of, of DS9 at this point. I'm going to keep moving forward on it. And, um, you know, hopefully this is something that uh, comes to be in the future. It's it's really interesting to see, um, you know, these super fans take over and, and try to improve this. Also, in the meantime, uh, something that I've been uh, wanting to talk about on this show quite a bit is iOS 14. Now, this is not going to be an in-depth iOS 14 review. I am a casual iOS user. So this review comes to somebody who really, um, when it comes down to it, mobile platforms aren't really my thing. I am not somebody who is an Apple fanboy. There are certain things that I really like about Apple, but I'm not um, somebody that is just going to be impressed by all the bells and whistles that, um, you know, in every Apple keynote, um, I do tend to watch them just to stay um, interested in what Apple is doing. But I'm not somebody who's going to drink the Kool-Aid and just tell you um, that I love everything about Apple. And I've had this discussion before, and I've, I've mentioned before, I, I, I like Android. Um, and if it wasn't for a, a lot of the things that I do, I would be an Android user. But at the same time, there was there's always limitations on iOS that I don't particularly care for. Well, iOS 14 has probably, in my mind, been one of the bigger biggest releases in the last few years. Uh, there are a lot of new and improved functionality. Most of the most of them have to do with widgets on the home screen and the home screen layout. Um, there's a lot of lot of improvements here. I believe there's something like 250 improvements. Um, when it comes to the widgets on the home screen, um, you haven't really been able to uh, place widgets on the home screen and and move them around. The widgets were always sort of located on 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 one screen. You could um, organize them how you wanted to, but now uh, you can actually put them on the app screen, uh, the home screen with all the other apps. I honestly, I'm not a huge widget user and um, they sort of just get in my way usually. So 
Um, but I think it's great to have that functionality. It's kind of silly um, that it's taken this long in order to, to have widgets on your home screen. There's also uh, something that's called the app library that's really interesting. And when I first looked at it, I wasn't sure exactly um, what it was or if I was going to like it. But the, the app library is a new app library that automatically organizes all of your apps into one easy to navigate view. Uh, the apps are sorted by category and your most used apps are always just one tap away. Now, um, when I first started looking at this, I was like, oh, you can you can organize this, you can put them in every whatever way that you want. But this is something that is sort of compiled and put together by iOS. There's not a way to um, edit the layout. And at first glance, I didn't like it. Um, and, and basically, you're going to scroll all the way to the right and the app library is um, going to, to show up. Now, I've actually found this feature extremely useful. Um, rather than scrolling through, if I'm, if I'm on the screen that's all the way to my right, rather than scrolling all the way back to the left to get an app, the app library um, is, is one swipe away and it comes up and all of your apps are sort of organized right there for you. It's a useful feature, um, never, never before in iOS. Um, I would like the idea of being able to customize it just a little bit, um, but you know, frequently used apps or recently added apps all uh, really close close by, which is handy. Um, now, I will say that one of the things that really, um, when I, I don't usually update to iOS right away, iOS 14 right away or the latest iOS, what I usually do is wait until all the bugs get worked out. And I immediately upgraded to iOS 14 because I was looking for something new. And I had a few issues within the first week. Um, I was dropping calls. I was uh, having issues with calls being muted. And I never had that experience before where people couldn't hear me talking on the phone. Um, apps crashing, even though I had updated them for iOS 14. And those seem to have ironed out um, when the update 14.0.1 came out. And ever since then, iOS 14 has been running pretty smooth. I really enjoy the picture-in-picture capabilities, um, whether you're watching videos or FaceTime. Um, you know, I had that feature on iPad before, but it was never available on iPhone. As far as a lot of the other things that are in iOS 14, um, you know, when it comes to messaging or um, using Apple Pencil or the Memojis, things like that, I just, I don't get into that. And I'm, I, like I said, I'm a casual iOS user. It's not something that I'm going to spend a whole lot of time um sort of organizing silly little things here and there. It's just not me. Um, but anytime things like Apple Maps gets updated, um, normally I'm using Google Maps, but I like to keep an eye on Apple Maps the, and just and just to see and compare the difference between the two. And Apple Maps is starting to come around. Um, now it's providing cycling directions, which is which is handy. The thing that I want to talk about next um, has not really a whole lot to do with with 
iOS 14, but 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 CarPlay OS, and I cannot be more disappointed with with Apple CarPlay. Um, there are some things that I know Apple can't do because of regulation. So this isn't a dig on Apple, but Apple CarPlay could be so much better if just a couple of things were improved upon. In this version of CarPlay, um, supposedly you can change the background screen to a couple of predetermined um, photos, backgrounds. Um, in my opinion, those backgrounds are the worst backgrounds I've ever seen on any display. Um, it was like the functionality was added and then no thought was put into how it would look. Um, in fact, I just turned it to a black screen instead of, of the backgrounds because the backgrounds were just awful um, in, as far as aesthetically pleasing is concerned, in, in my opinion. Um, what I would really like to see, it's not that I want to see video being displayed on, on CarPlay. It's not that I need something like that. What I would really like to see is um, whether apps being able to show weather maps in CarPlay and in Android um, Auto as well. I just don't understand how that's distracting. Um, you know, for me who spends a lot of time on the road, I travel through storms a lot. In the wintertime, I would love to see how big a snowstorm is. I would love to be able to just, you know, open open a weather app on CarPlay like I'm turning up the volume on the radio, just pushing a button and um, having a, a weather map show up. Boy, that would be incredible. And uh, it's something, you know, I could just open my phone and see it, but that that takes effort as you're, you're driving. So it would actually be less distracting if I could open it up in CarPlay. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more functionality in, in CarPlay. It's nice, but, but it's not anywhere near what it could be. Um, again, as a casual user, you know, things, updates to Siri are always nice, but I, I don't use, um, voice, voice dictation at all. Really, um, you know, maybe occasionally I will, but, but it's not something that I keep on all the time. So there's a lot of really little updates that, um, that really improve iOS, the, the use of iOS and, um, the, I really just enjoy the little things like, um, now when you are using Siri, the screen doesn't go completely, um, like opaque or trans translucent. Um, there's a little notification down at the bottom that doesn't inhibit your view at all. It's just really nice the way they did that. Same thing with incoming calls. Um, it really has come a long way from somebody who's just a casual user. It's very, very small changes here and there. And I could go down the whole list of, of everything that, that iOS has to offer. But really when it comes down to it, all these little changes make iOS 14 a, a little bit more usable than iOS 13. I wouldn't really say that there's anything fantastic about it. Um, but it is the biggest update in, in, uh, years as far as I'm concerned. And I'm going to keep using it. I'm checking out iPad OS 14 as well. 
Um, I'm less thrilled with iPad OS 14. Um, yes, there are some of these changes that were incorporated in it, but um, you know, I just I I I seem to be at a point where I'm not overly thrilled with um, with everything, and uh, you know, that's not a shot. That's not a shot at Apple. It's not a um, I'm. It's not that like I'm I'm displeased with the momentum of iOS for iOS itself and iOS 14 but I don't know I feel like there's something missing that iPhones can do uh, that iPhones could do to make my life easier I will tell you one thing that I really like is the the built-in translation app um, I'm really looking forward to trying that out at some point in time um, that was a nice addition I, w- I was using other translation apps at at one point in time. Um, this it looks like you can download the libraries right to your phone and you can um, set it to whatever language you'd like, English to Mandarin, English to Japanese, English to Korean, English to French, Spanish, you know, or, or um, any other language to, to other languages. Um, I, re- I really like that and I'd like to explore that a little bit more. But um, so lots of little things. And I think that's the point that I'm trying to get across. Nothing huge, lots of little things. Um, I'm not someone who's big on AR. I, I, I like to check it out, but then I get bored with it uh, relatively quickly. However, uh, iPhone is something that I use every day. My iPad I use quite frequently. And I like, I like the direction that iOS 14 has gone. To me, it came up a little bit short. So, um, what are your thoughts on iOS 14? You can let me know. Uh, send me an email, mrptechreviews at gmail.com. I'd also love if somebody emailed me and, and gave me something uh, to look into. Uh, what are you guys interested in, in hearing about? Uh, I'd love to hear some feedback. You can join our Discord uh, chat room. And I'm going to extend the invite to all of you once again. The Discord room is where a lot of the fun happens. And and I think sometimes I get distracted because I spend more time in Discord than I do, um, uh, you know, than I do recording podcasts lately. And uh, so that's where a lot of the fun happens 24-7. Just go to my website, MRP Tech Reviews, and scroll down a little bit, hit that Discord button, and it'll bring you right to the chat room. You can join right in. You can also subscribe to the podcast there. Uh, you're going to get the audio feed to the podcast. Or go to podnuts.com where the the podcast is actually published. And uh, thanks to Door to Door Geek and everybody at Podnuts for uh, putting out great content every week. Check out that website as well. That's going to round up this week's episode. And I thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time.